Hello and welcome to episode 34 of Intruder Theatre in the Making podcast. I'm your host, Remy Rahuba, and thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, 12th of December, that's today's date. That's when I'm recording this episode. Mm, my two previous episodes, uh, episode 33 and episode 32, I give some tips, advice and share insight into Edinburgh Fringe, uh, where I talk about various things and things that I observed. Um, maybe it would be useful and, um, I don't know, fruitful. Uh, maybe fruitful, that's not the right word. Useful, practical uh, to anyone who wants to take their show to the Fringe next year. But not not only that, maybe other festivals, Vault Festival coming up in 2023. Why not? If it can be of benefit to anyone, well, um, I would be very, very happy. So that's in episode 33 and 32. And in this episode... I think this is the final episode of the year. I'm going to reflect briefly on the fringe. And I know, you know, someone can say, Remy, come on, mate. I mean, it's December. The fringe was in August. But I've been very busy with with the with the play, uh, with life, with performing, with going places. And also, I didn't want to uh, record all of it in one episode because my episodes are normally 30 minutes. I hope this episode is also maybe 30 minutes less than that. Mm, so just a little bit of a reflection. Then I'm going to talk about what's been happening uh, with Intruder after the Fringe because it's been uh, quite a journey, uh, to be quite honest, as I presented the piece here in London and also in Poland. And then at the end, I'm going to talk about um, what's coming up, where am I going, where am I going with Intruder in 2023, because I am going to different places. Um, so that's the plan. All the info, news, updates you can get on all the social media handles, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Intruder Play, and also website intruderplay.com. Uh, you can find photos there as well. So let's kick off the fringe. My reflection on the fringe. I mean, you know, uh, well, you don't know. Um, but um, it was, um, as I might have mentioned in the previous episodes, it was a dream come true for me to to perform my piece at the fringe uh, and premiere it at the fringe on the fourth of August, twenty twenty two. I, to be quite honest, I've always wanted it to, to happen. At some point, I lost my hope that it would happen, especially when I moved to England, because, you know, English funding and Scottish funding, completely different things. So when I got Arts Council, Council um, Arts Council, Arts, um, Arts Council England funding, you know, you normally um, spend money here in England. Um, and then uh, we were preparing the play and preparing for the tour of it in 2020. Uh, and I was to premiere it here uh, in London at the So-and-So Arts Club. Uh, and then the pandemic hit and everything went tits up. And then all of a sudden this year... 
Not that I was thinking about it. We still wanted to premiere the piece in England and then presented it at the Fringe. But then I got accepted uh, by Summerhall and then re- reshuffled the whole tour. And then I thought, well, why can't I make my dreams come true? And uh, and that's why it was possible to uh, to premiere the piece in in Edinburgh on the fourth of August, twenty twenty two, as I said, and, and then do the tour. So, if it hadn't been for the pandemic, I wouldn't have premiered my piece in Edinburgh. It. I always say it. You know, it. It, it kind of seems like the play was like a. Like like the, the jam in Titanic, where it's somewhere at the bottom of the ocean, and someone just takes it out, and all of a sudden it's there. And uh, and yes, so for me, it's something that was not meant to happen, but it it happened, and yeah, it, it's very surreal. And I really, when I reflect on it, I can't still believe that I performed at Summer Hall in the demonstration room, <laughs> because it was such a thrill to to do it there and. Mm, and to have my family, my mum and dad, who are also characters in the play, uh, and my uncle, well, my auntie and her partner, my uncle sort of mm, there, and my friends from drama school who came. Um, it, it, it's something that I really can't describe. I think it's still part of me, and it's very, very difficult for me to... Mm, to comprehend to some extent. One of the things that I definitely didn't like um, is this whole promo aspect of, 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 of the fringe and producing because I really always want to just go and perform it and do it and go home. I'm very often even embarrassed by the by the clapping or applaud or curtain curtain up. Uh, I really don't like it. But, uh, well, certain things needed to be done as far as promotion, and uh, that's not my favourite. But, well, it is what it is, and I'm not even talking about, you know, reviews being, you know, tagged on Twitter, and then here we go. A review comes, and you go, oh, wow, there we go. How many stars did I get? Because, you know, it's inevitable. Because someone tags you on Twitter, and, you know... It is what it is. Not my favorite. I think the least favorite thing. But uh, putting this aside, very enjoyable, making my dream come true. And it's it's very. Uh, I was thinking about it recently, and it's very. <laughs> I kept saying interesting, interesting. Everything's very interesting, but it is interesting um, because I remember after the premiere. Mm, me and the director Marcus, we were sitting on the double decker bus in the evening, coming back after a meal we had, and um, at the very front we were sitting, mm, and uh, um, and uh, and we were just sitting in silence, potentially reflecting on what happened and. It was such a busy day and uh, I was just looking at Facebook. I was getting so many different messages and then I saw a message from my primary school PE teacher who who just commented on one of my posts and said, congratulations on making your dreams come true. 
And then I actually remembered, I thought, oh my god, I actually made my dreams come true today. But, <laughs> but because it was because it was such a crazy day, it was so busy, you never even th- you never even think about it. You just <laughs> You just get on with it, and it, it takes someone else to remind you of 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 that moment. That well, it was actually you know it was today. So yeah, so that's what it was. But it was a wonderful time. Uh, extension as well, although extension uh, was in the anatomy room, and um, I don't particularly think it was the same as the demonstration room. I, when I was performing in the anatomy room, I went to see a play, uh, Ode to Joy, um, in the demonstration room, and I think I, al- I also saw another play. And when I was in the demonstration room, I, for some reason, I felt like I was meant to perform in that space. I, I, I don't know, I, I can't explain that feeling, but you just know that, wow, I was to perform here. And I just felt that it was meant to happen. I, I, it sounds surreal, uh, whatever you call it, but definitely uh, for me to come from Poland, from the southwest of Poland, I would have never thought that I would ever present a play at Summerhall, at the Fringe. And, you know... <sighs> it's mind-boggling how certain things work but well it happened and it's definitely the highlight uh, one of the I think uh, one of the highlights of my life of my artistic career for sure Incredible, incredible. Although, if someone asked me today, Remy, are you going to the French next year? And someone did last year, last week, and I, I get these um, updates from the French. I'm thinking, no, I am not going to the French next year because to me, it seems like I am still at the French. So, so yes, so that's what it was. Uh, now, what happened after the fringe? So, uh, at the beginning of September, um, I I got an email from Vault Festival, and a Vault Festival for people who are not from London or the UK, uh, who you know who are not familiar. And I know there was a couple of friends who listened to the podcast who are not theatre people. Vault Festival is uh, one of, well, the biggest theatre festival in London. It's like the Fringe in Edinburgh, but this is in London. And uh, I applied to perform Intruder, Intrus there. And at the beginning of September, I got an email that they selected me for Vault Festival, taking place in January 2023. Um, I know that the programmer, the main woman who programs shows, she came to the premiere of Intruder. She loved it because she tweeted about it. But I didn't, because I, I was so busy, I didn't even remember that, you know, I did apply to be part of Vault Festival. So, so that was one of the things that happened at the beginning of September. And really, to be quite honest with you, 
this week, uh, or last week, uh, well, definitely today, well, I found out about it last week, but I needed to specify and clarify certain things because I wasn't really sure. I found out that Summer Hall, well, Vault Festival, Vault Festival selected uh, Intruder Intrus as their pick uh, recommendation of, uh, from well, from Summer Hall. They gave us an award. So it's called Vault Festival Pick of Summer Hall Award, which is something I didn't even know. And I just needed to email Vault team today to ask them whether it is actually the case, because, you know, you read various things and I don't want to promote something and then it's going to happen, that it's going to turn out that it's not true. And they did confirm that it is uh, Vault Festival's Pick of Summer Hall Award. Incredible, incredible. So, yes, um, amazing stuff. And I'm going to briefly come back to it um, at the end of the podcast, well, this episode. So then what um, happened in September, October, November, I briefly went to different theatres that I was in conversation with um, in 2020 when I was going to do the tour of Intruder. So one of the very first venues I went to is POSC, which is just round the corner in Hammersmith. So I live in West Kensington, so it's just literally 15 minutes from here on foot and I contacted the manager and we've been in touch anyway and I asked him I actually went over there and I said whether we when we could do intruder and we arranged um, for a little presentation uh, let me just double check on the date because I really don't want to um, confuse the dates. So we um, we went ahead with one presentation on the 6th of November. And that was a Sunday at 5pm. You might be thinking, why so late? Uh, well, I went over there in September, so why in November? Well, actually, they're pretty booked up. And uh, we were really thinking strategically on what will be the best dates Um uh, because, you know, then it's, you know, it's the end of October, so it's Halloween, then it's uh, before Christmas, so they were busy with Christmas shows, so, uh, and then 11th of November is Polish Independence Day, so strategically, uh, the 6th of November was um, was the best date. Um, so we had it set up. Another thing that happened, um, I think I might have mentioned it before, um, an artistic director uh, from a theatre in Warsaw, um, Teatr Druga Strefa, uh, came to Edinburgh, saw Intruder. We had a little bit of a conversation, did a YouTube interview, and then we came back to our conversation in September and he invited me to perform Intruder in Warsaw uh, at Teatr Druga Strefa. And that was also in November on the 19th and 20th of November. Initially, we were to do only one performance, but I knew that there would be so many people coming there, I offered to do two for the same amount of money, because I thought, you know what, it's great and I love doing the piece, so why wouldn't I do it, you know, twice, not once. And then I also um, 
emailed quite a lot of theatres here in London. I emailed King's Head Theatre, I uh, who I where I went um, in uh, that was in March or April, um, and I emailed them to ask them about maybe presenting Intruder, but they told me that they were pretty booked up, so maybe I could contact them um, later in the year, which I actually did today, um, but I'm not really sure whether that's going to work, to be quite honest. Maybe I can talk about it maybe in this episode. Maybe, 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 maybe. Too many maybes. Um, let's see. I also emailed a couple of other theatres. Um, um, Soho Theatre. And then a month later, the artistic director, creative director, emailed me back, um, having done some research on my play, and he was very interested, and he wanted to have some recordings uh, from the play, so I sent it to him in October, but I still haven't heard, so probably they're not interested or busy with other things. Let's let's see. I've not heard. I did send follow-up emails, but no news yet. I also sent an email to Theatre 503. Theatre 503 is this really amazing little venue here in London that deals with new writing, new plays. They do amazing work, amazing workshops. I took part in a couple of workshops um, ran by them during the pandemic and I knew their literary manager because I did the workshops with them. And then they emailed me and they said, oh, great, maybe we can program your play. And then we, you know, I sent them my script and then we went ahead and uh, they programmed, programmed me for two nights, 5th and 6th of December, which is incredible because... You know, I've always wanted to perform over there, and here it is. I'm performing at Theatre 503. But I think it wouldn't have been possible if I just emailed them, because I think, you know, it's it's something different uh, where they know you, they know something about you, and potentially that I have done um, a run at Summerhall. Um, so, yes, yeah, so these three venues um, I performed at, and I'm going to briefly talk about them um, in a second, and then after that I'm going to talk about what's happening with Intruder then. So, uh, the first venue, Polsk, um, it was, uh, I was doing over there a Polish language, um, language um, performance, now, we also need to bear in mind that the performance was on the 6th of November and when I was at the Fringe, I did three Polish language performances. Now, in between, I didn't really revisit the text. So, two weeks before my performance at POSC, I really needed to look at the text and try to you know, revisit the lines and go through my lines because... I, you know, I hadn't done it for nearly two months and a half. Um, I did a little bit of my own rehearsal, rented some space at Theatre Delhi for a couple of hours just to go through my lines and just to remember which shoes I'm picking. And then I was over there in the morning with a new technician. Now, I didn't use uh, my technician because normally I would need to pay the person and I went with POSC's technician because they provided me a technician for free which also means that we need to go through lights, through um, music 
from the very beginning. So we did it um, uh, from 10 o'clock in the morning. It was a new person. And actually it was, I, I found it quite difficult. I mean, it looked amazing. I mean, amazing, like the, the lights and the person, the man was like, you know, not a very experienced technician. So he did an amazing job. The word difficult, what I'm referring to is the whole day. And what I mean by that is that when we came over there in the morning, we needed to set up the lights. So then we did a run with the lights. Then it was music. Uh, so we needed to go through certain bits with the music. So we did another run. So then we did another run, uh, putting it all together. So by the time five o'clock came, I would have done two and a half runs. It was a lot. And literally it was 20 to five. The show was at five. So 20 to five, I stopped, had a 10 minute break and then was greeting the audience because we do have like a little pre-show and I was very tired during the show I could feel I was very very tired uh, which wasn't really great because I you know I I didn't even have time to rest to be quite honest but it is what it was I was actually quite um, disappointed with audiences because we had been promoting the show for so many years, I think two or three years. We did, I did so much promotion on Facebook, on Twitter, Instagram, on the various Facebook groups, Polish Facebook groups, radio. And then we only had 16 people in the audience and then 16, yeah, and eight of them were friends. So eight people were new people. And also POSC was advertising it was, I mean, someone could say, Remy, eight was a lot, but I think because of the number of, well, the amount of promotion that we did, you know, I thought it would have been, well, more people would have come. Uh, as far as payment, uh, for some of you, you you may think, how does it work? Um, it depends on the venue, um, but at POSC, what we did was 50-50. So, uh, it's, you know, whatever, how many tickets sell, then, uh, you know, you get 50 um 50% from that so as you can imagine 16 tickets not a lot of money to be quite honest but it was really a thrill and very enjoyable to do and quite a few friends of mine came from London so it was always nice to see them uh, and it was also a very good preparation for my Warsaw performances because I was uh, flying to Warsaw in two weeks uh, again I did a little bit of a rehearsal for myself um, at Theatre Delhi, and then I flew to Warsaw. I was staying at uh, Teatruga Strefa because they have rooms on the premises, literally on the first floor, and the whole um, space is downstairs. We did uh, two performances on Saturday and Sunday. Um, I flew there on a Friday and then on Saturday I thought that we would be rehearsing from the very early morning. But the technician said that, well, we're going to rehearse it from 12, only for four hours. Which initially I thought, oh, that's really peculiar. But then I thought, well, 
Maybe it's good because I don't want to be rehearsing the whole day like I did at Posk and be tired. And actually, the space was very big, very big. I think the biggest space so far I have rehearsed in, performed in. Uh, the te- technician was very experienced. Uh, one of the problems we had was that they, in Poland, I don't know, over there at the theatre, they are not familiar with Macs and Apples. Uh, Apple Macs, sorry. Uh, so they're not familiar with QLabs. Uh, QLab, um, the app where we have all the music and sound. So we needed to use our pen drive. But still, the pen drive couldn't open all the tracks, only 10. Uh, which was actually not bad, because what happened was, whenever we had a certain section, we always played the same music. So there was a casino section. So we always played the music to do with French roulette. So then people, when they were watching, as soon as they could hear the music, they they knew, oh, this is the casino. Because, as you might remember, Intruder Intrus is um, is non-linear, so it kind of jumps in time. Four-hour rehearsal was actually pretty good, and then we did it, um, we did it, and then I rested, which was great, because I wasn't as tired as at POSC. Loads of people came. Saturday was sold out. It was big audience, I think. Uh, 50 people, 60 people. I think 50 showed up, although 60 tickets were sold. There were so many friends and family. It was insane. It was insane. It was so lovely to see them. After some of the people I haven't seen, well, I hadn't seen for 20 years, some of my ex-pupils who remember me when I was the teacher came, it was great. It was incredible. Uh, I really, I, I wish I had spent more time, uh, I'd spent more time speaking to them, but it was like, hello, hi, how are you doing? Okay, buried me. I need to speak to someone else because it was like 30 people. So and then some people needed to go. But it was great. I saw my family, all of them. I mean, some of them I've not seen for such a long time. A family reunion, school reunion, a friends reunion. And on Saturday, it was similar. Uh, smaller audiences, I think there were 40. But it went really, really well. I was used to the space, the music. Uh, my parents said that they really, really liked it. I, I don't think of it. Maybe it was one of their favorite performances over there. They relaxed, they laughed. My mom even said to me, uh, after I think Saturday's performance, my mom said, Honey, I just realized that it's me. It is me in the play. And I said, Mom, well, congratulations. You know, it's been five years. You've known the play for five years. You've seen it. Now you tell me that you've realized it's you. Wow. So it was, it was, it was, it was really great. Blissful. I, I, I had a really great time performing in, uh, in Warsaw and just reconnecting with friends, seeing people, inviting some industry as well. Uh, great time. Great time. Uh, it was very cold, though, very cold, but the theatre, amazing. Teatr Druga Strefa, wonderful. Uh, wonderful memories, wonderful. The programmes they prepared, I mean, wow. 
I was really in awe. In awe. Uh, I had a ball performing that. Wonderful time. Great. Um, Payment-wise, it works a little bit different. I'm not really sure with um, with other uh, theatres, but uh, it wasn't 50-50. With other theatres, they pay you a fee. They pay you a fee, and for that fee, you can uh, pay for the plane ticket, you can um, do other things, but it's not 50%. To, you know, each side takes 50%. No, they pay you a fee and then you can, uh, that's your fee for the performance. Uh, you know, you pay for your plane, for the plane and and that's how it worked. So Warsaw, uh, great. And then literally two weeks after, um, and it was also in Polish, uh, Polish language performances in Warsaw. And then when I came back from Warsaw, Two weeks um, later, two performances at Theatre 503, English language version. In the meantime, I was to do a scratch performance of um, of another piece that I've written. But because I was so tired, I needed to reschedule. And hopefully it's going to happen in January. So Theatre 503... Mm, wonderful team, amazing to work with them. Really, they're so spot on. Not the uh, not that the other ones were not. No, 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 no. Very everyone so quick to contact. Very quick and swift responses. Really, I was impressed. Theater five or three, the same. Um, everything had been really arranged. It was just um, about me going to um to theater 503 with my shoes and doing a technical run once again a different technician um we did our tech run on monday you know theater 503 provided their technician for free for a couple of hours and then in the evening i need to to pay them for to well for doing you know Taking the show um, Monday and Tuesday, but the technician was very experienced. We did it in four hours, and yes, it wasn't as um, as um, almost stressful but tiresome as at POSC. So I kind of learned uh, to to be more economical with my energy uh, it was compared with um, Strefa, which was a very big venue and I actually at Strefa, I knew that I really needed to project my voice and I could feel that I was getting more tired Theatre 503 is I think the smallest venue I've performed in really the stage is tiny uh, I really needed to prepare. I really, 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 really. I kept repeating the word "really." I uh, needed to um, get used to the space and to the stage because it was it was smaller. Um, like in other venues, I was about to run. And I was preparing to run, and here, when I was preparing to run, I already knew that I needed to stop because there was a wall. Uh, so different space, uh, just getting used to the lights. But as I said, we did it in four hours in the afternoon. We ran through bits and bobs. Um, I I was very, very happy with the performance. On Monday we had, I think, 19 people. And I think on 
Mm, on um, Tuesday we had 12, uh, quite a few friends, uh, a few industry people, um, a literary manager I think from Almeida came, another artistic director from another theatre, um, a reviewer came, mm, people that I didn't know as well, and then on Tuesday it was mainly friends and some um people that I didn't know, just audience members. On Monday, we also had Giuliano from Theatre, People of Theatre, um, who promotes theatre on Instagram. And if you uh, if you want to maybe promote your show, I would always um, um, recommend contacting him on Instagram or emailing him and he can, well, promote your show or come to your show. Lovely guy. Um, so that was really it. And I really, I was really, really quite happy. Really, 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 when, again, really, really, really uh, very happy with the performances. Um, it was great to, to do it. Um, uh, yeah, uh, there was really nothing much that I can um, say. And uh, yeah, but oh, definitely one thing. Um, maybe two things. Um, in London, it 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 seemed to me like Intruder was getting more laughs. Uh, it seemed to me that is it a comedy? Uh, it was interesting because at mm, at Summerhall, it seemed to me like it was a thriller. In Warsaw, it was very serious, like drama. I think Polish people don't, maybe they did laugh, but not as much as in Scotland. But here at Theatre 503, people are laughing. I was actually thinking at some point, am I actually going to finish the show? Which I then thought, is it a comedy? Maybe in England people are going to find that very funny. Yeah, maybe different different region, people treat it differently. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, that was my conclusion. Uh, maybe let's see what they think after the next couple of performances. We also had one reviewer from the Reviews Hub. Um, she was enjoying herself. And then the following day, I got my tweeter. Beeps, boom. And here we go. I open it and we got uh, two stars and a half. And... That was a little bit disheartening, to be quite honest. And I probably wouldn't mind, you know, if I saw it a couple of days later or, you know, some other time. But it was just this very aggressive way of being told, here it is, you need to read it. Because I was tagged in that review and the first thing I see is the two stars. I was like, oh, oh God, here, oh no. Uh, I normally don't let that affect me, but that was... That was a little bit of putting uh, for an hour. It's like, oh, okay. Maybe just this act of just looking at the tweet and and seeing it and then the stars and... Yeah, that was it. Then after an hour, I was like, whatever. I don't mind. I, I love doing it, so whatever. They can write whatever they want. Um, and uh, and yes, and uh, finished um, with Theatre 503. Um, so yes, it's been quite a busy um, autumn. And uh, performing in three different uh, spaces. Now, what's going to happen with Intruder now? So, 
we're going to vote first of all um we're going to be the 28th 29th of january then i'm going to present it in bedford um i think like two hours by train from london uh, on the 11th of february we're going to do an english language performance and also at the vault uh, festival english language performance and there was one more thing that's definitely happening in march but i can't say what it is for the time being so it's quite busy um busy with promotion and putting uh, things on social media and promoting Intruder and sending emails and still inquiring about various things. I can't really talk about it now. Maybe I can share in the future when I know more things about it or when something actually happens. So that's what's happening with Intruder in 2023 for the time being. There was one more thing that is unveiling at the moment. At some point I was talking about some drama and the drama is unveiling and it's been going on since August. I can't really much talk about it because I probably will, well not probably, I will record a podcast episode about it to give you the whole story. But it's not finished yet and I I gather my next episode will be about that because I hope it will get resolved soon because it's heading in that direction. Um, It would revolve around um, making a a court claim against my co-producer and hopefully uh, this case is going to be resolved soon in January. And when it does... I will be sharing it in the podcast as well. But when when is that going to happen? I have no idea. Um, definitely next step is Vault Festival. So until then, stay well, stay safe. Have a wonderful and restful festive season. Mm, 2022 has been a year that I never thought would happen I would I, I never imagined it would be like that it's been an incredible year for for me artistically I wish a year like that for everyone every creative uh, and may all your dreams come true like they did um, um, in my case in 2022 last year at that time at this time last year I never thought that I would be at this place this year. So, uh, yes, have a wonderful uh, festive season, um, happy new year, and I'll speak to you in 2023. Bye for now.